0: Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, and all of the rest of the unwashed masses who listen to this podcast. I am your usual host, Sean Studley Hood, alongside, oh wait, Dave's not here, man. Uh, Dave is off doing things, I'm not sure what exactly he's doing, but he's not here, and that's what matters. I am here because I love you, and uh, it's time to talk wrestling this week. I have a special guest with me this week, though, somebody who works here at the station with me. Her name is Savannah. Hi, Savannah.
1: Hi. I do I do I do things at the station. She things does. And she stuff. works
0: promo. She does all sorts of stuff. She's at a <laughs> lot of things. She's one of the only people who goes to all the things. All the things. All the things. Um and we love her dearly. And she watches wrestling. So we thought, why not, while Dave is gone, have somebody else on who watches wrestling and maybe this week especially maybe plays a bigger role in what we're gonna talk about because, you know, with the whole there was a little announcement on Raw, something about women's wrestling. I don't know. Just a small Just a thing. thing. Just so. a little thing. We'll talk about that all coming up, but first got to get through the details. Uh, as always, you can find us on FM99.com and 1069thefox.com. Moving on up. Right now, right? Right under the media tab, just look for ESPR. It'll link you to our most recent episode every single time. So you can do that. Plus, there's also the option of finding us lots of other ways, like on iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn, all sorts of podcast apps. Just search ESPR, and that should help you find us. It stands for Eat, Sleep, Podcast, Repeat, by the way. Wasn't sure if I said that. It is episode 59. Because I'm now paranoid that I didn't say any of the things (laughs) that I meant to say at the beginning. And and you can find us all sorts of ways. Facebook.com slash ESPR99 on the Twitter at ESPR99. And you can email us, ESPR at FM99.com. Send us your questions, your comments, your topics, your concerns, your fantasies. Just don't go too far. I don't want to be reading about Dave and... And, and like Dolph Ziggler and getting smoochy smoochy anywhere. Oh, dear. Yeah, yeah, there's some weird fan fiction out as there, long Savannah. As it's not
1: about me, but I'm just here. You so just they, got, they got don't here, know. so I
0: can't feel like they're going to know that already. Like, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Stalkers. People are weird. People are very, very weird. I'm pulling the wrong one down. I'm trying to do this EQ thing as I talk, and it's just a mess. So anyways, we got lots to get to, but first, we'll get to the news. And... So, Savannah, um, you know what? Before we dive into the... No, we'll do the news and then I'll ask you this question. I got a question for you, but we're okay. going to get that a little later. Um, we'll bring this up first. WWE released their uh, second quarter financial reports and stuff. They made a lot of money. Is anybody surprised? I'm not. No. It's pretty pretty par for the course. They made a lot of money. Um, they, I think they said, what did they make? They made uh, $10 million net compared to the 5.1 they did in the second quarter last year. So they basically I doubled. I
1: want to make that much money. Yeah,
0: they basically doubled what they made last year at this time. So good for them. They also released their their network subscriber count for the uh, second quarter, and they are touting 1.8 uh, million average paid uh, subscribers in quarter two, which is more than uh, last year. Last year at this time, they had 1.634. So okay. moving hey, on they're up. U- again, they're up. I mean, you can't really knock them for that. Yeah. Good for them. They have. Uh, they've. They've. They've really done amazing things with the network. I'm quite impressed with how much they've done with the network because it was one of those things that when it started, I was even a little skeptical that people would be willing to pay for it for a prolonged period of time. Yeah, I I'm a huge fan, so I knew I was going to pay for it,
1: and I have it too,
0: and she has it too, and it's for me for the pod, for the podcast for the uh, the the pay per views alone make it worth it.
1: I agree because it's what ten bucks a month,
0: ten bucks a and month.
1: I can watch pay per views all the way back from. Before I was even born.
0: Even if you don't watch those pay-per-views, if you're just watching the new ones, think about it. If you order like
1: they're like what fifty dollars, like sixty or something? or
0: something now, fifty or sixty bucks now. So I mean, you order three or four pay-per-views, you've already gone over what you would pay if you bought the network per all year, year long. Yeah. yeah. So you might as well just get the darn network, and there, there's your plug, WWE Network. So <laughs> give us a paycheck. Um, up next, we have the viewership for Ms. and Mrs. Ew. Oh, oh, oh. If you're not a fan of The Miz, you're not going to like this because it's off to a strong start.
1: I'm sure it is.
0: It's off to a very strong start. They had uh, 1.473 million viewers.
1: Did you watch it?
0: I did not. I don't care for the reality TV. I won't lie. I watched Total Divas when it started. That's uh, my girl Paige. I was big into that back then, so... You know, yeah, when you, they added her. uh uh-huh. anyway.
1: Your girl Paige made a huge decision this week.
0: Did she? What was yeah. the decision she made this week? Not oh, you no. mean on SmackDown? Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I was like, wait, what happened? What <laughs> happened? I wanted to make sure I wasn't missing something like really important no, in her life. No, no, no. I, I need to be there for that. <laughs> um, and while we're speaking of women, uh, the WWE May Young Classic 2018 participants have been listed. At least 19 of them have officially been listed for the 32-woman tournament. I'm looking through here. I don't know all of them. Um, I know Caitlyn, because she used to wrestle for WWE, so she's back. Yeah, okay. Um, Rhea Ripley, she was in there last year. Mm-hmm. She's great. Love her. She's got so much upside. I think she's only something like like 23. She's young. Or something like that. Yeah. She's very young. But she's got so much upside on her, because she was great last year. I was honestly surprised she was eliminated when she was. And I'm surprised she hasn't been used on NXT stints since then. But my thought process is maybe they were letting her get a little more trained, get a, li- a little more experience. And then they're going to put her in this one. Maybe she'll feature a little more heavily in this one. Yeah. And then she'll go on to NXT or something. Um, you've also got some uh, um, international flavor with I'm going to butcher this name, and I'm so sorry. I've seen it I've seen it a million times mm-hmm. and people talking about her and everything, but I've never heard anybody actually say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Io Shirai, um, she from Japan, big, big name. People are very excited about her being a part of this. Nicole Matthews, I'm familiar with her. I've seen her on the independent scene um there's a few other ones that i know mercedes martinez she was there last year yeah i've heard of her excited to see her back mia yim i'm very excited about that yes um mia yim actually <laughs> she uh trained i want to say she trained or was at least at a training camp with a friend of mine who was a professional wrestler really and he beat her for rookie of the year wow Yes. Yeah, so suck at me but uh <laughs> no it's honestly cool uh he had nothing but great things to say about her and
1: uh, she's definitely one of my top picks. She's that. great.
0: She's great. Uh, you're also going to see Killer Kelly. I remember seeing her in the uh, UK championship mm-hmm. tournament, too. Uh, she was on there. So that's cool. And uh, I'm, I'm not overly familiar with some of the other ones. Um, I I wish I was. But after this tournament, that's the thing is the last tournament, I was familiar with several women, but I wasn't familiar with all of them. And I found women that I was like, oh, my God, they're great. Why have, yeah. I, why have I not seen them before? So I'm very excited for that to happen again this year. With the tournament, are you going to watch the main tournament? Oh, definitely. Did you watch last year?
1: Um, I didn't, but I had I, I had some I had some family emergencies. Okay, that I had all to right. Take you know of. what? That's
0: understandable. That's understandable. Oddly enough, weirdly ties into our last news story: um, family emergencies and stuff. <laughs> uh, Brian Lawler, the son of Jerry Lawler, he was known as Brian Christopher in the WWE or Grandmaster Sex A in the group Too Cool, uh, was arrested on a DUI earlier this month. He's had a lot of problems. Um he's arrested in the early mornings of July 7th for a DUI and evading police. So that's not great. Uh, they said when they got him he had an open container in the car with him once they pulled him over. He's had a lot of arrests for things like this over the last couple of years. Yeah, and
1: it's not looking good.
0: No, it's a bummer. this is always. I always get scared when I start seeing things like this because I start I start thinking to myself, oh, how far down the rabbit hole are they gonna fall? Yeah. And you never you never want to open the news reports and see that horrible headline of former WWE wrestler passed away. You know yeah. what I mean? That's that. And people, when I see these headlines, report after report of these kind of incidents involving any kind of substance, whether it be alcohol or drugs or anything like that, and repeated things like that, you just see them falling further and further down that slope. Mm-hmm. And it gets scary. I was never the biggest grandmaster sex a fan or anything like that. Yeah. But I don't wish ill upon the man. I hope he I hope he can turn it around and yeah. get himself sorted out.
1: I think we all I think we all wish that for people in that situation. If you don't,
0: you're a jerk. Yeah. You're you're a stone cold jerk and I don't even want you on this podcast. So that was that. That was the news. And we will move on from the news to the things that are not the news, which is what happened in the week. Uh, of wrestling. We go through like Raw, SmackDown, yada yada. We get through all that and she's going to dive in and we're going to have some some really big stuff to talk about. But first, check out Dave Dynasty. Greetings wrestling fans. This is Dave Dynasty, host of the Dave Dynasty show. The podcast that every week brings you nearly 2 hours of pro wrestling goodness from the Midwest. We feature interviews with the legends of the past, stars of today, and the prospects of tomorrow. We have segments that feature classic wrestling audio, whole episodes devoted to the history of Midwest pro wrestling, and much, much more. Do not miss an episode of the Dave Dynasty Show. We are available on all podcast platforms, or you can access past episodes and all of our social media links by visiting davedynasty.com. Be good, be safe, and keep on growing. And we're back, so check that show out. But first of all, you need to check out us. Stay tuned. Keep listening. Don't you leave my show in the middle of it to go listen to something else. I will find you. It's, I don't say I am look <laughs> I, Hey, the internet's a scary thing. Um, no, seriously, though, we love you. Don't leave us. Please stay. Stay. Um, what was I saying? Things and stuff. Yeah, things yeah. and stuff. You said <laughs> I sidetracked you had a... myself by being menacing. You did,
1: you did say you had a question, but I don't know if that's for now or later. It is for now. You're right. Oh, okay.
0: So my question for you was, before we get into talking about wrestling and all that uh, from this week, Savannah, I want to ask you, what was it that made you get into re- When did you start watching wrestling? That's the first thing I should ask you.
1: Well, I mean, if you, ta- if we're talking about like the first time ever I've seen wrestling, my yeah. dad used to watch it all the time when I was an, an actual baby. But when
0: did you start actually watching Probably, it and taking an interest in it?
1: Um... Well, I had an interested in it probably when I was like twelve or thirteen. I was, okay. play- I was playing softball at the time, and one of the girls that I played with was really into watching wrestling. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of like fell She's off. Like a big
0: Hardy Boyer fan or something like. Oh, that. she
1: was a tr- Trish fan.
0: She was a Trish fan. Yeah, okay. Huge good for Trish her. Fan. Good for her. Yeah.
1: So, um, and then we kind and then I kind of fell off. And then probably about two or three years ago, I started watching it again, and I just haven't stopped watching it since then.
0: The um okay well that's okay that so we at least know where that's coming from, but what was it about it that made you get back into it? What made what all of a sudden pulled you back in two or three years ago?
1: Um, I think it was definitely I think it's the whole story of it all. I think it's that there's it's not just someone fighting like MMA or something like that, or it's not just uh a reality show it's kind of a mix of the two and I really enjoy that type of television that type of that type of entertainment I think is really rare to find and I think that's something that the WWE has that is very unique about itself and I think that's probably what drew me in the most
0: that's very true I I agree with you 100% it's not it's it's unlike any other form of athleticism you're going to see out there yeah um and I find that to be I don't know what the right word is, uh, and also, charming in a way or just in, I- interesting and unique. It's just something that you can't get anywhere else.
1: Definitely. And also, I think the strong women presence in Especially WWE. now. Yeah. I think yeah. that's why I kind of fell off because I didn't feel like there was enough. But no, now- it, was,
0: it was essentially all, I mean, there were a few girls who could wrestle. And after that, it was brawn panties matches. And yep. and that actually, don't get me wrong, as a, as a teenager at the time, I loved seeing Trish <laughs> Stratus in those matches. But as I grew up a bit, I'm not saying that I hated the site still. But I felt bad that that was the featured spot that they were getting. Like, she was considered one of the best. Yeah. And this is what she was doing.
1: Yeah. And I think that's why I like it now because they, the WWE girls now have actual matches. They have yeah. actual matches. They have headline matches sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's... I think that shows a progression.
0: Women headlined outside of the match, the the, the title match, the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Women had the main event slot in the Royal Rumble as far as singles matches go. Yeah. You know, um, we've got it, uh, and it's it's a big time for women's wrestling. Um, and uh, you know, it's it's something that there's been a push for for a very long time. And I'm glad to see that it actually had the effect of not only making fans who wanted to see it happen. Happy, so like we stuck around and we're all happy about it. But I'm really happy to see that it's had some other fans come back to the product because now, like you said, there's mm-hmm. a representation for women as more than eye candy,
1: mm-hmm. and it's also more inclusive. Like there's yeah. not just one type of woman in oh, the WWE so. anymore.
0: You stand you, you stand them next to each other. You, you've got uh, uh, Alexa Bliss, mm-hmm. short, but I mean, just kind of a. You know, I'm, I'm not saying this to be mean, but what you'd expect from WWE, yes, blonde, cute,
1: mm-hmm. little skimpy
0: outfits sometimes. You yeah. know, this, that, and the other thing. Charlotte, tall, athletic—not what you'd expect as far as mm-hmm. looks go. I'm not saying she's ugly, but just not what you would expect WWE to pick yeah. as far as somebody to promote. Um, Nia Jax couldn't be more different from the other girls in the roster, yeah. you know. And good for her, good for her, because she is legitimately uh, she's a force of nature yeah, on she's that a show, powerhouse. and she's treated that way, and that's yeah. good. Um, Ronda Rousey now. Who is portrayed as one the baddest woman on the planet, and she's almost she's she's just about portrayed up there with like men. Yeah. Because like she dumped Triple H on his. I love I loved at <laughs> WrestleMania when Triple H gets in the ring with her and she's she's ready to go and he's mm-hmm. looking like okay okay little girl and she started lighting him up. I, yeah. I loved every second of that. Yeah. That was amazing, and it's just. These women are now being taken seriously and believably, Mm -hmm. and they're being put into good positions, and I'm very happy about it. And again, I'm very happy that it's had that effect on you as well to bring you back to the product. Um, So, with all of that said, I just want to get that out of the way before we dive into wrestling so you have an idea of where Savannah's coming from with her opinions, with her thoughts and everything on wrestling. Oh, we'll ask you these questions real quick, just real fast. Who's your favorite wrestler? Oh,
1: Alexa Bliss.
0: Really? Alexa Bliss is your favorite wrestler? Yeah, I know.
1: Well, I mean, are we talking about like all time or like current?
0: Why, why don't I do both?
1: Okay, all-time Undertaker.
0: But okay, all I, right.
1: But that's who I – Undertaker and Kane are who I grew up on. Of course, yeah. So no.
0: – No, I get it. I, get <laughs> it. I totally get it. Um, so, okay, so Undertaker is your favorite wrestler of all time. Alexa Bliss is your favorite current wrestler. Yes. Totally get that. And, and she's – I mean, really, I mean, if you look back to be on how, it – For how
1: small she is, she is a she's powerhouse. She's tiny. But she is nuts.
0: Oh, she, she, I, she works her butt off yeah. in that ring. Yeah. And I don't think she gets a lot of credit. Sometimes she doesn't mesh well with everybody in the matches. Sometimes she doesn't always have great matches. I do think sometimes that's a mistake on putting the match together mm-hmm. because, like, I didn't love her and Charlotte,
1: yeah, at
0: all. And that was more because Bliss was this; she was dominating Charlotte for the majority of the match, mm-hmm. and that just doesn't work. No. Charlotte's nine feet tall, <laughs> and <laughs> like, Alexa how are you Bliss gonna... is yeah, Alexa Bliss is like two and a half feet tall and thirty pounds. It's it just doesn't work. Yeah, um, but I do think I mean really they they put. They have strapped the whole division to her back on different occasions, especially mm-hmm. on like Raw or something like that or on SmackDown when she was there originally. And she's she's done amazing with mm-hmm. what she's been given. You know, and I, I think
1: know. it's crazy that she's only been there for two years and she's already so. multi-time. Yeah.
0: Women's champion. Yeah. And she had a really long reign the one time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, good for her. She, yeah. I, I don't blame you for that at all. Um, who's your least favorite wrestler? Ugh. Um. yeah. See, this is always harder. Who do you hate the most? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um I mean you had a pretty strong reaction to the Miz when I said it. Yeah,
1: I'm not a huge fan of the Miz. I think that's mostly his attitude more right. than anything. Right. Uh-huh. Um Dolph Ziggler, I'm not a huge fan. Wow,
0: okay. All right. Yeah. The internet hates you now, so uh, I know, I All know. Right. Moving I'm right right sorry. Along. Um, I'm actually you know, I'm kind of there with you because the boats for me, the boat's gone on, on Dolph. Really, they had they had so many opportunities to pull the trigger on him and make him a big deal. They did, and they every they single time they pulled back for some reason. I and I don't know the reason for that. This is something mm-hmm. that people got to remember. People out there can speculate wildly, mm-hmm. and I don't care how long they've been quote unquote reporting wrestling or doing whatever they. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You can you can have done it forever, and it doesn't mean that you. Know what you're talking about that's all the time. True. And your sources might be giving you false information. Mm-hmm. There's no guarantees you're getting the right information. Yeah. Um, I think that with people like Dolph Ziggler, he had a chance, particularly after the Survivor Series where Sting showed up. Yeah. They had a, they, he, that end of that match was so hot and you had a chance to make Dolph into something there mm-hmm. and it just stopped. Yeah. And again, I feel th- like, I feel like, that I feel was
1: like the, the he always has this great momentum and then, it's and then it just, nothing. Goes the it just fizzles yeah. out.
0: And I feel like that's where they, they missed the boat on him this last time.
1: Yeah. So. I'm also not a huge fan of Roman Roman Reigns. Oh, I'm well, a- that's you and the majority of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: so, I don't blame you for that one. So now, finally, we're getting into what happened during the week of wrestling. And we start things off as we always do with Monday Night Raw. And I'm going to be honest, the only really good thing to come out of Monday Night Raw was the big announcement right at the beginning. Yes. Was the announcement that was well, Stephanie McMahon, Vince McMahon, and Triple H all came out. And I thought it was cool to have all of them there, yeah. particularly Vince. Yeah. Who has been guilty of not always treating the women superstars yeah. like superstars. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was cool to have him out there for them to appreciate what the fans do. And I really liked the speech they were talking about, which Triple H was talking about uh, all the men standing behind the women on yeah. the roster and how each one of them believes in those women um, to be able to, to perform, to carry the show. To, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I thought that was just a very cool validating moment for those women. Mm-hmm. And then the announcement that came after that—that that we are finally going to get our our own—I well, guess it's, I, I wonder if it's going to be a yearly thing. But regardless, we know we're getting an all-women's WWE pay-per-view,
1: which is a insane because who would have thought that we would have gotten that far ten years ago? Right. And then B is just nuts because they've worked so hard. And you can see it in their matches between, you can see, like, even five years ago, you can see the difference in between matches. Oh, absolutely. Between the women and...
0: Well, I mean, back, back in the day, the women at most were getting a 90-second a, a match. Yeah. You know, that was just not good, you yeah. know? And it was just, that's how they, that's the featuring they were mm-hmm. going to get, you know? And
1: I also think it's really interesting that they're going to showcase women from past, present, and future which I feel I think like is interesting. I, I kind of
0: expected that mm-hmm. just because I feel like it's a matter of they're going to do that because not that they don't have faith in the women now to sell. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's one of those things is like, OK, well, we need this to perform well. And it's a big moment for the women's wrestling. So we need to have these other women here. Yeah. Like it's just it. they need to be there. I'm
1: just interested to see who they pick for the future.
0: Well, I mean, I, they could very easily get away with just some of the NXT girls. Yeah. Um, and I know they said they're going to have the finals of the Mae Young tournament. Okay. On that pay-per-view. Okay. So, I mean, that's your future right there. Yeah. And then you could very easily have an NXT women's title match. Yeah. Between Shayna Baszler and whoever the challenger is at that time, which I imagine would be um, Candice uh, LeRae uh, yeah. at that point. So, that's my assumption anyway. But I thought that was such a cool moment. It is extremely validating for women's wrestling, and I couldn't be more happy for them. Um, yeah. Now, literally... When, did you have any idea that's what the announcement was going to be? Not at all. No? I, he-
1: I, I heard some speculation on the Twitters. The Twitters? Um, yeah, the Twitters. On the Twitters? Um, that maybe that's what it could be, but there were so many different theories about what was happening. Like, if there was going to be, like, because the extreme rules did not perform as well as they thought they were going to do, I heard that maybe it was going to be something like a different kind of extreme rules or something like that. But right. I think that this announcement is definitely what the WWE needs at this time. Considering everything that's going on in the world, yeah. I think it's definitely the right move.
0: Well, and somebody brought this up, and I agreed with them. Uh, Mike, actually, one of our listeners, uh, he um, and he's a friend of mine, he brought up that um, it's not, he goes, one of the, he, he said immediately once the announcement happened, he saw people hating it online. He saw people like ripping it apart and just talking about how it's all oh, PC culture, yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. And it's just, we don't need it, it's just because they're trying to make PC warriors happy and this, that, and the other thing. And it, and he was he was right in saying this too, because that's not what it's about. He goes, People have wanted the women to be taken more seriously for years. Yeah. And it's been building to this point for for a few years now. Mm-hmm. And he goes, So it's not about that. He goes, It's just that this climate is is conducive to it. Yeah. The world is 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 absolutely ready for that.
1: It's the perfect opportunity. You
0: know? So it's one of those things where it's like you know I, I'm with him. It's not it's not because of the culture they're doing. It's not like it's not like the women wearing bra and panties matches last month. Yeah. And then they decided okay well look we got to get with the PC crowd on this so we need to mm-hmm. we need to do something for the women real quick. Yeah. They've been working this way for a while towards towards this point. Mm-hmm. Um, So to the people out there hating on it, I mean, suck it. Right. Just, I mean that's all I have to say to you. Seriously, if you think this is all about just. Just making the women happy and trying to make PC Warriors happy. You're undermining what these women do on a daily basis. And I'm so No, you know what? I'm not sorry. Just my ass. (laughs) Um, You're undermining what these women do. Something that you don't and can't do. Exactly. I'm sorry, but 85% of the people out there. That watch wrestling. That watch wrestling think they could be wrestlers. No. You know, and I uh, the majority they don't realize of you can do. I mean, these people who have been doing it for years and training and you know are ready for it, go to the facta the 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 performance center and try out and they wash out mm-hmm. because they're just not ready. Yeah. You know? You sitting at home on your couch complaining on the internet about you know, oh they're giving women a pay per view and it's dumb, you know, you're going derp derp angry male voice. Um, it makes no sense because you can't do what they're doing. Not half as well as they do. I don't their worst match is better than your best. Exactly. You know? And it just I hate that it undermines all the work these women have put in. Because again, they make it seem like it's just this knee jerk reaction to a, this to the Me Too movement or something like that. Which just started before the Me Too movement. Yeah. You know?
1: They've been do women have been doing matches for
0: years. Oh, they've had women in matches for years, but I mean, even before the Me Too movement, WWE had started shifting towards taking the women more seriously. That's yeah. been happening for like two, three years now.
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: You know, mm-hmm. I, I want to say it was like two WrestleManias ago or something like that, yeah. but I could be wrong. Um, they started making that shift. And it was, I mean, essentially when Ronda Rousey was the talk of the world. Yeah. Because there was that shift in women's entertainment. Women in, in sports were being more paid attention to. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that was because of Ronda Rousey and the, uh, the, the Williams sisters over in, in tennis. And I mean, there were just a lot of...
1: Powerhouses. powerhouse
0: women athletes yeah. that demanded attention and so it was like you know it's time to start giving our women that kind of attention yeah. and so they did and it just coincides with this that all coincided with the shift in culture mm-hmm. like all of that helped lead to the shift in culture yeah. of, of that led to the Me Too movement and everything and I, let me clarify this I don't want emails about the Me Too movement I don't want your email or texts about how you feel about it or anything I'm strictly talking about it from the perspective of it. it, it that's how it fit into everything yeah I don't, I seriously don't want your opinion. I really don't about that. Um, <clears throat> we're just talking about how it fits into the cultural uh, zeitgeist at the moment. Yeah. So, in any event, that announcement came. I was thrilled.
1: I, yeah. I was, I think my neighbors heard me like right. three stories up. Right. So,
0: oh, yeah. Was that? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, some other stuff that happened on the show uh, Seth Rollins and Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. I don't care. It yep. just it just wasn't it. I wish that I wish that uh, Drew McIntyre was doing more by himself. Yeah. Because I like Drew McIntyre, but this match just wasn't all that exciting. I mean, um, I think it was cool the way they fun. did it. It was fun. It was fine. You know, I'm not saying it was a bad match. I just didn't care.
1: Yeah, I think it's cool the way they did it with the whole. Oh, it's gonna be a tag team match now. Like. Right. Oh, but right. like, I, I mean, it wasn't like super exciting.
0: Well, and I, I and I'm not a big fan of. Oh, uh, first of all, I hate I I hate smiling uh, Finn Balor. This, it's all he does. Yeah. He just There's nothing else going on with his character right now, so he's just grinning his way through everything. Yep. And that bums me out because the dude is so talented, and the crowd loves him. Yeah. Like, why are you not making a bigger deal out of this guy? Yeah. And he he just, I don't know. It bums me out. I hate the Corbin feud with him right now. It really feels like they took what they were doing with Daniel Bryan and Big Cass, mm-hmm. the old little guy jokes yeah. and everything, and they're and doing just it. shifted it over to Baron Corbin and... And Finn uh, and Finn Balor because they're like, well, I'll be damned if we're not going to get to make our little person jokes. Exactly. <laughs> you know, eh, um, eh. yeah, whatever. that's where I am with this right now. Yep. Um, you had Roman Reigns versus Bobby Lashley for the chance for the the shot of the number one. I'm sorry, the number one contendership for the WWE Universal Championship at SummerSlam, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, that went how everybody thought it was going to. Yep. <laughs> you can you, she, She's laughing because I'm just staring like.
1: Because, like, what are you, what else are you going to say? There's
0: pain on my face right now. <laughs> um, I'm going to be honest with you. I told somebody this the other day. If uh, We did find out that Braun Strowman will be taking on Kevin Owens at SummerSlam. Yes. And he Kevin Owens petitioned to Stephanie McMahon and said, look, if Braun loses, no matter how he loses, disqualification, countout, pin, submission, yes. whatever, he loses the briefcase and it becomes mine. Yes. Okay. Now that creates some doubt for the match, which I like. But I'm going to say this. If Kevin Owens wins the briefcase. Mm-hmm. I will turn off the pay-per-view when Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar starts. Really? Yes. If, because I don't give a flying hoot about Kevin Owens cashing in. I just don't. Okay. He's already been universal champion. I I just don't. I don't want to see that again. Okay. Not that I have a problem with Kevin Owens, but in this situation, I don't want it to be Kevin Owens. If Braun Strowman holds on to his briefcase, Mm -hmm. I will watch the main event. Really? Because then I will be waiting for Roman Reigns to win. And for, Brock, or for Braun Strowman to come out and cash in. Okay. Or at least come out and say, I'm next. You know what I mean? With the briefcase or something yeah. like that. Because he is kind of a good guy right now. Although, I don't think fans would boo Braun if he came out and cashed in on Roman. I know it's kind of a heel thing to do where you come out and cash in on the guy who's already exhausted from a match. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't think fans would boo Roman at that point. No, I don't or think Or boo that. Braun at that point. I don't I think, think they, they would, would. I think they would cheer. Yeah. If Braun came I, out. He has
1: a great following right now. Oh, my God.
0: He's so... He, yeah. Like, don't ruin this. Yeah. You're trying so hard. Please stop it and let yeah. him let him just be the guy. Somebody else thought, brought up, well, what if he comes out during, like, when the match starts and makes it a triple threat? That's more of a good guy thing to do, but it's yeah. also stupid. Yeah. Like, it's he stupid on Braun's no, part. Yeah. And, I mean, I get it. He likes fighting. But, but I mean, it's just dumb. If you want to be champion, just... Between, just wait. yeah, you know, I would just, wait. yeah, <laughs> what you know would be funny, because hmm. everybody's sure that Roman Reigns is winning this time because Brock's pretty much done. Yeah. What if Brock still wins, and That's then a Braun good cashes in, and beats Brock?
1: I feel like that would because def- that
0: actually might fit WWE more because Brock is technically the bad guy, mm-hmm. so Braun cashing in on him isn't as bad, you know. And then they can tell whatever story they want to tell with Roman after that. I don't care, whatever. <laughs> it just needs to end with Braun Strowman. Winning—that's yes. all I care about. That will make Summer Slam for me. Okay. I hope—I I don't know if you feel the same or not. i just,
1: I, 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 I feel the same mostly because I'm not a fan of Roman. Yeah, I
0: just—I can't begin to care about Roman Reigns. I can't. And we had a—we had some listener mail we will get to later. But one of the points brought up is that it's a shame because Roman's a good worker. He is. And he is, but he's putting these terrible matches, and he does five moves a hundred times. Yep. You know, and it's, it's
1: just—it's just, like I might as well just watch the same thing over and over he, and over put again. In
0: these, he's putting these—he's putting these non-winnable situations. He just—he can't. He's never going to get fans behind him mm-hmm. at this rate, and, and that's not all his fault. Mm-hmm. A lot of people want to lay it all on him, but it's not all on his fault. Yeah. Um. Throughout the rest of this, I don't care about Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas versus uh, Hardy and Wyatt again because I still don't know which one of them is supposed to be the good guy or the bad guy.
1: I'm. Yeah. I'm. And the matches confused. aren't exciting. Nope.
0: They're just not. Um. Oh, and you brought this up earlier,
1: Sasha and Bailey.
0: Sasha and Bailey. I don't care. Get right on out (sighs) of here with that nonsense. I've been waiting for y'all to pay this off for months. It has gone on entirely too long. You dragged it out and you brought in Doctor Shelby. Okay, you know what? I was gonna let that slide Mm -hmm. because I loved Doctor Shelby with Kane and Daniel Bryan, so I was gonna let that slide. But then you did this to me. Now they're BFFs again. It's Uh like nothing ever happened. Oh yeah. Unless this turns to a monster heel turn for one of them, I'm furious with this storyline because this leads nowhere. No. It's, it's, it's almost just... like they decided, you know, we've taken a really long time to tell this story, and uh, at some point we need to get back to the four horsewomen versus the four horsewomen. Yeah. You know, the the Ronda Rousey four horsewomen versus the Charlotte four horsewomen. Yeah. And we, we kind of need Bailey and Sasha on the same side for that. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was like, they, oh, we were running out of time. Maybe we should just kind of tie this up in a bow. Yeah. And, you know? I, I don't know what the reasoning is. It is the most convoluted and awful storytelling.
1: Yeah, I wasn't... I'm not a huge... I'm just not a feud I'm not a huge fan of Bailey. or How Sasha. dare you, madam! I know. But... <laughs> I, I
0: really do enjoy both of them, but they're just being used terribly.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if it's just because recently I just haven't really cared about what's happening with them. If you,
0: if you could go back and see their feud from NXT... Or something mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a whole nother story their characters are handled better the matches are amazing mm-hmm. um, it's it's seriously it's so good I want to say Bailey and Sasha were the first women to headline an NXT pay-per-view okay um, so you should go back and look that up you got the network yeah nine a month um, so you should go check it out it's really really good uh, and you know a few other things happened on there that just, I'm, I'm gonna be real honest with you I don't care about most of what happened on that show authors of pain are being wasted um, I don't know where the revival went Somewhere, but I don't know where. (laughs) Uh, Moving right along to SmackDown. SmackDown was a much better show.
1: Yes, SmackDown was way
0: more enjoyable. We will we will open with the uh, the Viper, Randy Orton, who seems like the most motivated he seemed in years. Mm -hmm. He is because he has been so boring for the last couple of years. Yeah, he finally seems like he's motivated to be doing this again. His promo was really good. It was nice and simple, um, and he blamed the fans. his attack on Jeff Hardy old school heel you know
1: which is kind of nice to kind of get back to that old school because that's where he came from
0: he's an old school dude yeah I mean he is as much as like he he is a new breed you know newer breed Mm -hmm. and he's still very old school
1: yeah and he's and he's right like he I think he said I don't know if this is quote-unquote but he said something like um these they eat at the table I set for them
0: yeah yeah. Which I think is
1: was really, like, the take-home line, it's a, really line. Yeah. it's a really
0: good line. It's a really good line. And I like how he turned it around, talked about how he was known as the legend killer, but it turns out the fans are the ones who kill legends mm-hmm. because they just dump you and move on to, you know. Whatever's whoever, new. Whoever shows up, you know, the newest thing, and he talks about how he's been here the whole time, busting his butt, and the Hardy Boys just showed up and expected a match at WrestleMania. Yeah. And, you know, I love it. I thought it was, I was, like, fantastic. This is the best Randy Orton has mm-hmm. been in a long time long time no
1: I was I was really happy with that comeback in the fi- and you could see the fire in him
0: mm-hmm. which I really enjoyed agreed uh you had Samoa Joe in a quick match just made him look like a monster which is always good yep and then later in the night when they were making the announcement of who was t- his, uh who was gonna be number one contender for AJ Styles at SummerSlam mm-hmm. Samoa Joe comes out lays yep. out, lays out AJ yep and he look he looks like a monster which is exactly what I want from Joe mm-hmm. that's who Joe is that's and when it's Joe what Joe wants best. too yeah he, he is at his best when he's intense and focused. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how they're playing him here. And I love it. I love – what was it? Um, when Paige was like, you know, I had, you know, I had this all planned out and you ruined it and blah, or whatever she was yeah. saying. And then he goes, he goes, no, what I did, that was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, good line. Good <laughs> line, Joe. Like, I was so happy for him. And it's just Joe's one of those guys that I've wanted to see be taken seriously in yeah. WWE. And he, I'm not saying he's been taken as a joke. Um he just hasn't gone exactly like I would have liked it. He did get injured. It was a little bit of a mishmash for a Mm -hmm. while. But I think overall they seem to to a degree to get the Joe character, which is good. Because I was worried they really wouldn't. I was worried they make him change his name to like Bahama Tommy or something like that. Bahama Tommy. Well, because you know they won't like nine times out of ten they don't let guys call themselves by their indie names or they use in other companies. Mm -hmm. But they let AJ and they let a few other people, Tomasa Ciampa and NXT, Johnny Gargano. Makes sense, I guess, that you know, Shinsuke Nakamura. So, I guess it makes sense that Samoa Joe would get to keep his. I mean, it's a name that people know, mm-hmm. you know, from his time in Ring of Honor and TNA and yeah. stuff like that. So, in any event, I'm super excited about this. Um, somebody brought this up, by the way. Eric, actually, I was talking to Eric. He got, he mm-hmm. found this fact online. If Samoa Joe beats AJ Styles uh-huh. for the WWE Championship, okay, he will be the first uh, uh, guy to hold the Ring of Honor. TNA, and WWE Heavyweight Championships. Oh, wow. Yeah, because there's always that three, the three big brands. And
1: honestly, I kind of hope that he does win. Yeah. So. He, he's,
0: he's you know, he's, I think actually, I think he may be the first guy to hold all three from all three of the big brands. hmm Because, no, I can't be right. It's not at all. No, wait, must, I'm all confused now. Because I'm lost. <laughs> I remember them saying that Big Show was the next closest because he had the WWE, or WC, WWF, whatever you want to call it, and WCW world titles. Uh-huh. And then people say he won the ECW title, but he won the WWE version of ECW title, yeah. so that doesn't count because it's owned by WWE. Yeah. Um, in any event, I, I'm I'm very excited about this match. Should be great, and as long as they keep up this intensity level, should be awesome. Yes. You know, with I the, agree. The, the build up to it. Um, up next, your favorite, The Miz and Maurice versus. Uh, well, they came out and kind of running their mouths about their their show and mm-hmm. everything and how great it was, and you should watch yada, it. And yada, blah yada. blah blah. Just the usual stick plug in their show. And uh, they had a baby out there with them. and Yeah, quote-unquote. Quote-unquote, unquote, baby. Baby. <laughs> and then uh, Daniel Bryan comes out, because of course he did. And then, at, I, when, I will say this, it was fairly obvious that it was a fake baby. Yeah. But Bryan sold it like he didn't know it was a fake baby when when Ms. threw it at him. Miss threw a baby at him! And then uh, <laughs> roughed him up.
1: Yeah, also, and there were, I saw a lot of, like, speculation of people being like, that was just wrong. Like... How what? are you gonna? That they thought it was wrong that the Miz like threw a baby. Yeah, threw, a, it was threw a a fake, fake baby. baby. It was a
0: fake baby. Gene Snitsky punted a baby into the crowd. <laughs> a fake baby. I'm yeah. gonna clarify that because <laughs> people are gonna go back on the network looking for that, and you're like, when did you put the baby?" <laughs> um, he punted a fake baby into the crowd, which yeah. you know at that time, I don't get me wrong, it was still pretty fake, but it, I you know this was a little more obviously fake because it was out yeah. all the time. Um, I just I it, it was there was nothing wrong with it. I no. thought it was funny. I thought it was I, it was I, good, and I thought it was clever on the Miz's part again. Yeah. as that kind of chicken s heel, you know uh-huh. what I mean. And uh, he he looked good. I'm glad Maurice is, is with him. Yeah, I think he's better with Maurice. I agree. Um, I like ha- adding her to his act. I don't know if she'll stay, but I'm very excited to see the Miz and Daniel O'Brien finally lock horns again. Yeah, that is a storyline that has been building for so long. Yes, for so long.
1: And I and I, as we know already, I'm not a huge fan of the Miz. No, really. I th- no, no what okay. um but i i think that this was really well executed on I his agree. part i think and the fact that he knew that daniel bryant was going to come out and everything i just think it was i i just think it was a good setup
0: right in agreed. general agreed um now see i got to ask you this cuz you kind of missed daniel bryant's run didn't you A little bit, yeah. Because you came in two to three years ago, so you may have caught the tail end of it, Mm -hmm. but you didn't really catch his whole buildup that why people latched onto him like they did at the time. So what's your feeling on Daniel Bryan now? Like, how do you, how do you, like, now that you started seeing him in the ring again and you kind of get a feel for his character Mm -hmm. again, what's your feeling on him? Um. And you don't have to kiss up to the internet. I don't care what they think.
1: (laughs) Um. Honestly, I just haven't really been paying attention to him, to be honest. Okay, all right, fair enough. He just, I, he, I don't think, I, I, it's not that he doesn't interest me, he's just not someone that caught my attention right away. Well, I
0: think part of that is is—is where he's put, Yeah. and I don't think that most of us cared about him with Big Cass. Nope. Um, so that eliminated a couple of months right there, you weren't going to be all that interested, and he hasn't been back that long. Yeah, but know? I'm
1: interested to see what he does.
0: Yeah, no, this should be really this. good. They had a great feud before Daniel really took off, okay, and it kind of helps Daniel become mm-hmm. the guy that everybody got behind. And so, I mean, the Miz is really the Miz is his. The Miz is to Daniel Bryan like The Rock is to Stone Cold, like yeah. Macho Man is to Hulk Hogan, okay. or you know, I and mean, pick any guy and Hulk, uh-huh. you know, Hulk Hogan. There's a million guys through the seventies yep. and eighties. Um, it's just there's there's that guy that you asso- I guess Rock and uh, Rock and Austin is probably the easiest way to compare it. Yeah, there's that guy you parallel. Mm-hmm. with the two of them. And even though their paths have been very, very different, um, they kind of always, are. I feel like they're always going to come back to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter how long they're around, I feel like they're always going to come back to each other okay. in the end. And it'll always be in- in- intriguing. Um, Becky Lynch bit Carmella, so she's going to challenge for the women's title at SummerSlam. Good for her. Yep. I hope she wins. Yep. I hate Carmella. Me too. Say, so, yeah, all right, we're on the same page. <laughs> so much easier Not to talk to, Dave. Uh, sometimes I feel like he disagrees with me just to disagree with me. Um... Then, uh, I mean, really, all the rest of the show has got... There wasn't too much there that I cared about after that. Uh, new Day and Sanity wrestled again. I just hate that Sanity lost again. That bothers me. They're brand new, but they keep losing. Why are they supposed to be viewed as a threat? I don't know. I don't get I, it. I don't... I When don't you're know. new... You see, okay, so again, they're new to you because you, you didn't really yep. watch them in NXT, right? No, not really. Okay, so what did you... what you, Your your take on Sanity so far has been what?
1: Um, I think... Again, I just... I, am so I'm a kind of a, I'm not a huge fan. Right. But I like New Day.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay. Understandable.
1: So I, I thought the match was okay.
0: Yeah. No. Agreed. Um, agreed. Well, I mean, just,
1: but as just, far
0: as them coming in, I mean, you kind of hope new acts are going to come in and be hot. But Even for me, bad they just guys. kind of
1: just been like on a downhill it's, yeah, it, to me, it's and been too just, much
0: back and forth with them. Yeah, some weeks they look dominant; other weeks they look like jokes. Yeah, and I just and for me, knowing beforehand that affects my my opinion more. Mm-hmm. But for you, having not seen them before, I mean,
1: I, I just kind of just because I I just haven't I just expect them to lose, which is I know is see, bad. And, and but there like, you know. <laughs> that's the problem.
0: It's not just me. You followed them beforehand.
1: I just expect them to lose from now. Oh, on. Oh, I
0: hate that. I hate that you said that. I'm not mad at you. I, I just hate that you said that. Um... <laughs> Well, uh, briefly, I'll talk about 205 Live. You probably didn't watch this. Did not. Um, It actually is usually pretty good wrestling every week. They did have some interesting stuff on there. Uh, Drew Gulak uh, beat Mustafa Ali, Hideo Tommy, and uh, T- uh, TJP to become the number one contender for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. So he's going to be taking on Cedric Alexander. That should be a great uh, matchup. Gulak has been uh, a really stiff worker and really, really dangerous. He is how he comes across. So I'm a big, uh, I'm a big, big fan of him. Um, uh, you know, other than that, you had Gallagher and Tozawa and just, I mean, some other stuff on there. Nothing I was too crazy excited about. It was interesting, but that main event was worth watching. I'd check it out if you get a chance. We'll move on to NXT because I promised you we're going to talk about NXT this week. I promised you. We didn't last week and we literally, we hadn't for a couple of weeks and we finally got messages from people being like, talk about NXT. (laughs) Um, NXT happened. Opened it up. Adam Cole came out, beat, uh, what was his name? Sean Maluda
1: Sean, Ma- Sean Maluda. Okay. Which, I Non-title mean. Non-title
0: match. Two minutes and nine seconds. I was
1: like, there was, it was, it was, I, it was an easy match for Adam Cole to yeah. win.
0: Well, one thing. And they th- did that on purpose. One, yeah, of course. One thing NXT does very well is they do squash matches mm-hmm. to make their guys who are at a certain level look good. And this is something that the main roster doesn't do all that much. And mm-hmm. it bothers me because somebody who's not involved in something right now, mm-hmm. right? Um. Mojo Rawley, okay? okay? He's not really doing anything. But he's going out there and he's beating um, the same guy three, four weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Ho- no Way Jose. Or <laughs> now it's Tyler Breeze, yeah. right? And it means, n- it, 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 fine, you beat him, that's great. But I'd like it better if you're beating smaller guys and he's just running through them. Yeah. You know, kind of building up a little momentum while not damaging your established stars. Because mm-hmm. um, Sean Malud is still new to the NXT crowd and everything. He's still very... Yeah. Tyler Breeze has been around for a while and that guy, I mean, he could be more than he is. No way Jose's not going to be, but that's not the point. Mm-hmm. Um, d- WWE's just I don't think the main roster does as efficient of a job with the squash matches. Sometimes. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes they do. They did a really good job of that with Ryback for a while. That wasn't something you were familiar with. Mm-hmm. But they did a really good job of that with Ryback for a while. And they've done it with other people. They're capable of doing it. I've seen it with Nia Jax a few times. Mm-hmm. They can do it. I just don't know why they don't do it more. But in any event, um, so Cole wins the match. He gets on there running his mouth and everything, of course. And then Ricochet comes out basically saying, I mean, it's setting up that Ricochet is going to be challenging Cole for yeah. the North American Championship. Even
1: though Cole said no.
0: Yeah, that won't matter. It'll still yeah. happen. It'll still happen. Uh-huh. Um, but in any event, uh, Ricochet has gotten so much better on the mic than he used to be. Have you seen him wrestle?
1: Um, I have not yet. But right. I've heard very good things. You really very should. He's things. only had a
0: couple of pay per view matches, mm-hmm. um, with NXT so far. You should go back and watch them. They're amazing. Yeah, his I've match heard... against the Velveteen Dream is a singles match. You can go back and watch. It's really really good. So, um, and I this is something I thought was good because Kyle O'Reilly, not Kyle O'Reilly. I mean, he's with Adam Cole, but Adam Cole kind of gives off that cool bad guy persona.
1: Okay. Yeah. And that's a
0: problem sometimes mm-hmm. because people won't boo the cool bad guy. I mean, if you pay attention, you watch he had everybody a lot. do the, you watch everybody do the baby Yeah. Thing? Yeah, people love Adam Cole. Um, Even though
1: he's kind of a, like... Jerk? Yeah. Yeah,
0: he is, but he's the cool bad he's, guy. Yeah. He's the guy you watch in all your TV shows that's... He's really a jerk. He's Nobody should like him. But we do. But you like him for some reason, mm-hmm. you know?
1: It's the confidence that he... Yeah,
0: To a degree, yeah. He knows that yeah. he's good. Yeah, and he's not always wrong. He's not wrong about that yeah. he's very good. Yeah. And he just acts cool. And he did um, – him and the whole group are all like that. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to root against them because of that reason. But Ricochet managed to get the crowd to turn against him for, a li- for just a, a little bit. Yeah. But that's impressive that that was able to happen. Now, you did also have uh, the War Raiders came out. And yeah. then Mustache um, Mountain. Yep. And so we're setting up all sorts of stuff it looks like going on there. Yeah, I wonder I was, if we're like, going to get a triple threat happening, the <laughs> like- between Mustache Mountain, War Raiders, and yeah. Undisputed Era. That should be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, War Raiders, I, I, I'm, I'm eager to see those guys move on from squash matches. I, I They've been doing them for a while now. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with them. But I'm ready for them to move into a real program uh, at this point. So good stuff there. Um, you had some more enhancement work there with like Lacey Evans getting a quick win um, making her look good, you know.
1: Which that was that was Tanella Price's first match, wasn't it?
0: Uh, with them, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, so good, for, but I mean, it made Lacey look good. So that's yep. that's really all it was there for. Yep. Um, really, this was all building to the main event, which was Alistair Black versus Tomasa Champa for the NXT Championship. Yeah. I am going to be hundred percent honest with you guys. I was shocked by the ending of this.
1: Um, I was mad.
0: You should have been. That's the point. You yeah. were supposed to be. I mad. was
1: really mad.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, Gargano comes out and accidentally, kind of yep. inadvertently, ends up costing Alistair Black.
1: Even though I think he was trying to help him, he and was it just wasn't. Well,
0: really. It's not so much he's trying to help him; mm-hmm. so much he's trying to stop Champa because okay. he hates Champa. They have yeah. a blood feud. Um, these two have had some ridiculous matches. Okay. Um, and it's just he he ended up in, inadvertently cost Alistair Black, who by the way is one of my current favorite wrestlers. A same. I love that I guy. think
1: he is really talented. I think he has a lot to show. He's got I an think...
0: amazing. He's got an amazing presence. Yes. You know. Um,
1: I, he he's gonna do big things.
0: Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. He's like a, I always tell people. He's kind of like a crossbreed between the Undertaker and CM Punk. Yeah. And I'm like, I see that. And I kind of I, I dig the look. Um, love his entrance. Love his matches. I just mm-hmm. I'm a big Aleister Black guy. But <clears throat> he loses the title to Masah Champa because of Johnny Gargano. Yep. Which I don't know if this is going to lead to a three-way or now matches between Gargano and Black or what the point is going to be here. But I'm excited about that going forward because all three guys are incredibly talented. Mm -hmm. So I can't wait to see where that goes. Um, The match started out a little slow. Yeah. But a lot of Aleister Black matches don't start hot. He builds to them. And by the end of the match, it was very hot. Oh, yeah. The crowd was, was going nuts. And... I just the, I...
1: the knocking the ref out was was and
0: here's the thing you don't see that much on NXT and that's the key that's the mm-hmm. difference to things like the main roster they did a lot for a while but it's become a joke in TNA now yeah it's a it's a TNA finish um, where the ref would get bumped in every match and it would just it would became a, in every main event that mm-hmm. the ref would get knocked out and it'd be some screwy finish and those work sometimes but when they become your crutch for every night. Mm-hmm you've lost they don't they're not effective anymore yeah. then it's just a joke tna does this so infrequently that you can do it this time and it just feels dramatic mm-hmm. and that's the key um they do such a good job with their storytelling but it gives black and out makes gargano look like he's really becoming obsessed with this and it's costing him and the people around him yeah and champa of course squeaking by with the win which is what yeah. he, which is what he's been doing um but great match I enjoyed watching it. I know you said that you this was this was the show for you. This yeah. was the point of NXT for you. Was this yeah,
1: match. And it, i think it was I think it was just that it was it was just really good. Yeah. In general. Like Agreed. there's there's nothing I really didn't like about it. Yeah. Other than No, I can't really even think of anything. Yeah, see, yeah. Other, other, <laughs> than, other than Chompa Other one. than black getting robbed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I agree with you. I love black, so I mean I wasn't happy about that either, but but I like that it can make me mad. Yeah. That makes me happy in a weird way. Because it, it, it means that I cared. It yeah. means that I was invested. Yeah, know? which is
1: something that I think it's with a lot of the that. smaller matches and stuff like that, I don't really care about a lot of the time. So no. when I feel invested in a match, I think it's something that's really special, which I think I think Black brings that a lot of the time in his matches. He makes it interesting. I agree and with you. He's just really good.
0: Yep. So uh, that pretty much wraps up the week of wrestling. I uh, hope you enjoyed listening to all that. Because now, now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to hear from you. It is time for the listener mail. And here we go, right into the listener mail. uh, Starting things off right away from Corey Parrish. Uh, He's referring to, I'm guessing, the Extreme Rules Mm -hmm. pay-per-view. Did you watch that? I did. Unfortunately. I know. He said, you know it's a bad pay-per-view when pretty much everyone I know that watches WWE didn't even bother to watch the whole thing, if any of it at all. While some of the matches were okay, like you said, there really wasn't a whole lot that made it different from your normal Raw or SmackDown, besides the fact that it was longer. That's what she said. I feel (laughs) like if we are going to do dual-branded pay-per-views every month, we don't need to put every single belt and every single feud on the show. That way it gives them more time to build separate stories and we don't clog up the show with pointless filler matches, like Braun and KO in an eight-minute steel cage match. I can't really argue with him there. I I thought that match was pointless. Yeah. And I hated the finish. Um, I didn't like Baron Corbin in NXT I didn't like him when he had long hair And I definitely don't like him now that he plays dress up Every time he wrestles a match <laughs> I'm with him there I, I liked him before But I hate this this version of him now mm-hmm. I can't stand it um, The only time I thought Corbin was entertaining Was when he lost his briefcase I could not stop laughing <laughs> I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt Being from the same city as him But it hasn't worked out And WTF are they doing with Balor there you go. Exactly. It almost seems like all the superstars who get super over are just pedaled down to the lower mid card to be in pointless feuds and never hold a championship. And I swear to God, if we get Roman versus Lesnar 5,000, I will lose my freaking mind. Well, well you are losing your mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll um, find it for And that's yeah. what I would tell you. you guys don't want to see that, stop watching the pay-per-view when that match starts. Yep. Because that's the only way they're going to get the message. You watch it through, they're not going to get the message. Um... People stop watching it when Roman is in these positions, and they will get the message. And again, I don't hate Roman, so I feel bad for Roman that he's stuck like this. Because mm-hmm. the dude can wrestle. Yeah, it's just not. He's just in a. And bad we've spot. seen it. Yeah. We've seen what he oh, can do. Oh, for sure, we have. We have. He,
1: they just aren't. They're not just. With Lesnar, they stopped sure. the momentum.
0: Agreed. Um, as far as people getting moved down the mid card, just because they got over, I don't. I don't know that that's the case. Um, I think sometimes they think. They've got guys they're focused on right now, and they're like, oh, he'll be fine because he's so over. So we'll just kind of leave him over here doing this nonsense because he's over anyway. doesn't matter. We don't need okay. to focus on him right now. We need to worry about getting this over or focusing on this. Mm-hmm. And I think that's I – th- I think that that's their mindset sometimes. And it hurts them because you're relying on them to stay over. But one of the reasons they're over is because of their character, and their character needs development to stay over. Yeah. You know? Um, I like Finn, but they're really running the risk of wearing him out and making him somebody like Dolph Ziggler.
1: And I'm not a huge fan of that because I really liked him when he first came you on the scene. think he was dreamy?
0: Oh, yeah. Think he was cute? Oh, yeah. My friend Tina loves him. I was, loves I was, him.
1: yeah, there were, there were some yeah. times.
0: Yeah? <laughs> I can't blame you. You seen that man's abs? <laughs> Good God. I
1: know. Right?
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> Alright, up next, Josh McGinnis. I would like to point out that the title of this email is Roman with an angry face. (laughs) Me. (laughs) It said, if I see another... Bleep. If I see another f***ing Superman punch, I'll scream. I hate that move. He has to go back to some of his old, more interesting moves. It's unfortunate uh, because uh, he's a decent worker, but I don't want to see his face ever again. I am already losing interest in SummerSlam. And P.S., or uh, in addition, safe to say Braun beats KO earlier in the card, either joins the match or cashes in after, or maybe KO wins and cashes in and becomes a corporate champion for Steph. I'm still on record that Reigns finally beats Lesnar, uh, finally, but gets beat on a cash-in. P.S., actually very excited for Evolution. That's months away, and they could really play the storytelling well if Trips gets involved. Triple H. uh uh-huh. um, Which I agree, because he does a lot of the writing and uh, stuff and the booking for NXT. Mm-hmm. so I, I think if they let him handle a lot of it, it could go very well. Yeah. But I don't know that they will. I hope they will. I hope they do. Um, Yeah, we kind of talked about all this earlier. It's possible that Braun wins. It's possible mm-hmm. that KO wins, uh, and I, I fully expect to cash in later that night. You do? Yeah. That being said, might be exactly why we don't get it, because mm-hmm. WWE loves to do that. They'll do it like the next night on Raw oh, or something yeah. like that, because they know you're expecting it to happen.
1: And it's just going to
0: Yeah. But I'm just telling you, if you want the show to end well, it needs to not be Roman at the end holding up the belt. Yeah. Literally is. anybody but Roman. Yeah. If it's Brock, you'll still get booed, but at least he's the bad guy, so it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. But not not Roman. That's the wrong way to end the show. I don't want to see another pay-per-view ending with it's Roman ba- Reigns holding up the world title and getting booed out of the building.
1: Yeah. I think also, I don't know. I think maybe that's why I just didn't really want him to win last night.
0: Probably. Because I, I just
1: didn't,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. I mean, it was like three days. I don't know
1: whatever. what days are,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know how that is here.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, I just really didn't want him to win. I think that's why I just don't want to see it.
0: Mm, can't say I, I, I want blame it to you. go away. Can't say I blame you. And then up next is uh, from Christopher Williams, this is our uh, he says, Hey, Sean, just because he's the only one that's here this week, I guess. You know, Dave left. Um, just wanted to share some thoughts and questions for episode 59 and all women's pay per view. This is great because from what I've been seeing, the women's matches are every bit as good as the men's matches. and Some of the matches are even better. I agree. What are your thoughts for the future's uh, future of the women's division? I mean, do you think this will lead to additional titles and expanded women's roster main or maybe even an all women's weekly TV show? I would like to point out that, uh, we got a text from our tweet from, uh, Dank who uh, said he asked, uh, Dan Kirtland who asked a similar question about do we think that they'll introduce more titles um, into the women's division? There has been talk about a women's tag team division. Um, really? So we'll see if that happens. I don't know. Um,
1: I think maybe they'll add a new title.
0: Here's my thing. You could get away with one set of women's tag team titles. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure you could get away with two simply because I don't know that they can manage that on both shows. I just don't. They can't manage they can't manage the raw and smackdown tag team titles very yeah. well most of the time simultaneously. So I really don't know how I feel about having two sets of women's tag team titles either. Yeah. Which then leads me to go, so they just probably shouldn't have tag team titles. Probably not. When, I mean there could be a secondary women's title yeah. in there. Why can't we come with like the IC title is to the to the the main title? Yeah, why don't we come defi- up with a secondary title I to think, the women's championship? Yeah,
1: I think I think that they'll definitely end up doing that. They yeah. have to do something like that in order to make it somewhat interesting. Yeah.
0: Um, he said, "Do they do we think that an expanded women's roster, or maybe even an all-women's weekly TV show? I think they've talked about that before too. Um, I don't um, think
1: I don't think they're at a TV show quite yet. I don't think so either. And I don't think there's enough girls to do. it. I don't
0: know, they to to do... I don't know if they'd want to be. No, I think because...
1: that part of I think part of what makes the girls special mm-hmm. is the fact that they fight alongside. Yeah, I agree. The men.
0: I agree. So I don't know. Um, oh, this is a long email, Chris. Good lord." Uh, He said, (laughs) Raw wasn't too bad this week. Well, except for the end. Uh, I like that Mojo Raw has been getting a push. It looks like there will be a feud with Bobby Roode. Finn and Seth are both good against Dolphin Drew. I was hoping maybe the revival would come out and start some new AOP, but I guess they're going to keep things going with Titus Worldwide. SmackDown was okay this week. Um, I'm going to disagree with you. I think SmackDown was good, and I think Raw was bad. I agree. So, suck it, Chris. Um... The bar being back, I will. we forgot to mention that earlier. I am excited the bar is back. I'm excited about the bar. I love those guys. I love Sheamus. Um The Miz was awesome this week. Looking forward to the continued feud with Daniel Bryan. Did you catch the premiere of Miz and Mrs.? No, I did not. No, I did I'm not, not usually a fan of reality TV shows like this, but I watched most of it and it was pretty good. I think it's better than Total Divas and Total Bellas. Interesting. That's good. I'm still not going to watch it. Yep. Looking forward to this week's episode Chris Williams. Well, thanks, Chris. You're listening to it now, then you've already got it, so stop looking forward to it. Um, so that's the listener mail. Yeah, I'm not going to watch those shows. I don't care. I yeah, just I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not, just not.
1: I also just I I watch Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and I work ten jobs. I just don't have time to watch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> also, yeah. Miss and Misses and Total Divas and Total Bellas. I'm completely and, with you.
0: Yeah, I'm completely with and you. And they
1: just I also feel I'm just not huge into just reality TV. Right. So I feel like I
0: just would be bored. I get I can see where that would happen. I can see where that would happen. So uh, that was the listener mail. And uh, real quick, I'm just going to bring this up real fast because uh, I got to do something last week that was a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. It was the World Arm Wrestling League. Jealous, um, by the way. Yeah, you yeah. should be because it was actually a lot of fun. It was the Super, super Match Showdown, I think is what mm-hmm. they called it. And it was their, their championship series is what it was. It was at the Norva. And it was a blast. I had so much fun there. First of all, you go in, and this thing is going to be streamed uh, live over Bleacher Report, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't know it was that big of a deal, but very cool nonetheless, yeah. right? You go in there; they've got this such a professional setup in there, which is not at all what I expected. And I'm not saying that to be mean. Which I just I saw
1: some. You, you don't
0: you don't hear about arm wrestling sometimes. Yeah. And then you go in there and you're blown away by the production mm-hmm. level of this, right? It's nuts. It was it was absolutely I saw, nuts. I
1: saw some Snapchats and some videos and yeah. stuff. Yeah, me and, and Rock
0: Girl Bridget were both there. Yeah,
1: and Sam.
0: And Sam was there too. Which is working, yep.
1: Yep, which is another person that works at the station with us. And just alone, the setup and the production and even the characters or the people. The
0: people. I was going to say they're just people. I mean, this is a pro wrestling. Just I mean, yeah. Although they did have pro wrestlers there. I will point that out.
1: I was they like, did. I wasn't a huge fan of the clown running around that I kept getting Snapchat sent to me of. Yeah. But well, like,
0: <laughs> that's livid for you. But um, it was, they had some smaller stuff going on before the show actually started, right? Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, and they had like the, the, the local wrestlers mm-hmm. were in there from VCW and everything, and they were out there promoting their show, Liberty Lottery, which is mm-hmm. coming up. And um, we we' got to see we got to see some of that. We got to talk to some of the guys. I got to get a step through step like walk on how to properly arm wrestle from their head referee. Uh, I can't remember his whole name. I believe it's Mike, but I don't know. Um, in any event, I got to get a a, a hand uh, like a walk mm-hmm. on how to do it. Like there is so much into this that I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. He's teaching me all the rules or as much as he can. You mm-hmm. know, talking about how you have to. Cross the webbing of your hands in a certain way so that you don't encompass the other person's thumb. Like my hand's much bigger than his, but if you do it the right way, we're still wrapping up right. Really. So that I don't have an unfair advantage over him.
1: My tiny child Um, hands. Yeah, we'd have to wrap a
0: certain way, and we could still grip right. Interesting. Um, He talked about that. He talked about all the different styles. Like some guys will pull out. Some guys like pull their arms back. Mm -hmm. Some guys will push into you and whatnot when they're trying to push, and while they're just throwing anything to throw you off a little bit. And he goes, you know, and some people are about the long game. Some people are just kind of waiting it out, waiting for you to tire yourself out. Then they pull you down. Other people are real quick. They try to get you right off the snap. There's tons of strategy that goes into this. He talks about the angles of their wrist when they're doing it and everything and all that. Um, And then he talked about how it's not about the arm. It's about the upper body because you're pivoting at the hips and using like your back and your abs and everything to pull the arm down. It's like it was so involved. Like I was stunned.
1: Yeah, that sounds like – I just you know, I remember arm wrestling to see who would get the lollipop at the end of the yeah, day. You, so like, like there that. was nothing yeah. like that.
0: This was so intense. I was blown away. We're standing there. I'm standing there with Sam and and, and Rod showed up, Rod Fitzwell. Okay. And Nikki, who's on at nights now, yeah. showed up and we're standing there watching this thing, and all of us just enthralled by we're screaming and hollering, getting all into <laughs> this. And by the way, the crowd is like like going to a WWE event. Really? They are hyped. Screaming, cheering, loud as all like wow. I mean, this was all an environment I did not expect and I had a blast. The cool mm-hmm. thing about it was that it was for families too.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: Right. So it was for families, so you could bring your kids and there were kids there. And mm-hmm. I saw one of the kids watching, and like when his guy wasn't doing well, they would teeter over a little bit and he'd get real nervous. He'd just stop moving, stop breathing, stop everything. And then when the dude was coming back, he starts screaming and jumping up and down. And it was but it was so that's cool. That's the excitement to, see. to look for. Oh yeah. And everybody there was so, so cool. So cool. I was I was very thrilled uh, to have met all the people I did, um, to get to see what I did. It was, it was really good. Um, you had all sorts of different stuff. You had, um, I'm trying to remember the names of the guys that I got to see specifically because there were some guys that I was really, really impressed with. Um, let's see if I can find the information real quick just because I want to be able to talk about some of these guys because – they, uh impre- oh, the hail raiser Jeff Hale. Okay. That's one guy I wanted to point out because that guy, he took on, I believe the gentleman's name was Sheldon. Okay, the ge- was the gentleman he took on. And uh that was quite the matchup because mm-hmm. that was when we were still kind of all understanding the rules and learning everything and figuring it all out. And I was so invested watching them do this. And like Hale, dude, was thinking the whole time. You could see it. He was thinking thinking about what he was going to do. Um, and the natural Sheldon, that's who he was. And these two go at it, and you're thinking it's going to be a lockup, slam, it's over, you know. No. no. man, it's best of five, and it goes on for oh, a while. Because, wow. I mean, these things sometimes, like Sheldon and them, where he, they were just sitting there for a while. not They couldn't move the other guy. And then eventually, but, I mean, he, you talk about a come from behind, because Sheldon took a two-nothing lead, I think, at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then Hale turns it around and manages to beat him three to two. And you see these guys afterwards, you look at their arms, mm-hmm. and they're just swollen and shaking. And, like, you realize how much work is going into this. Yeah. How much effort is actually going into all what they're doing. But I'm. let me tell you, you want to see these guys are an athlete, you're wrong. And ladies. They had ladies there, too, and just blew me away watching them. I had a blast. That Again, it was World Arm Wrestling League. If you'd like to check it out, just go to walunderground.com. That's their website. In fact, I'll double check it for you right now, just while I'm talking about it, to make sure because I don't want to send you to the wrong place. They uh, some
1: weird site.
0: It's wh- what
1: I said. You send them with some weird. That would be site. really. I wouldn't
0: mean to do that. <laughs> see, and it didn't go anywhere. So I'm glad that I that I looked that Look up. Look at quick. that. Yeah. See, I would have felt like a real jerk if I'd sent them there, and that was wrong. Um, World is okay. No, it's right. Walunderground.com. Yep, I got it. I must have typed it wrong. But they've got a layout there of all the stuff they got coming up. They got an upcoming show in Los Angeles on uh, August 9th they got all sorts of stuff going on. You can go on YouTube and find their uh, the one that was here. Uh-huh. So you see Rock Girl Bridget and everything. It's uh, it's it's WAL Supermatch Showdown 404. It's the full event. You can find it online. Seriously, they're WAL Underground on basically all social media. Mm-hmm. So you can follow them with that as well. But I'm telling you, if you were finding trying to find something different and fun to do, get yourself out to a World Arm Wrestling League event. It was so much fun. I'm praying they come back here sometime soon because I want to be involved with these guys again. It was a lot of fun. So... I just wanted to touch on that because it was something I had the privilege of doing uh, thanks to this podcast they allowed us to. And when they get towards the end of their championship run, mm-hmm. um, we were talking to them about having there the people that are f- vying for the championship on the show okay. to talk, which would be a lot of fun, too, as yeah. well. So looking forward to that. Uh, seriously, go look up some of these videos. They're impressive. Mm-hmm. They're seriously impressive. That is it. I promise. I'm sorry. I tied up so much time talking about uh, arm wrestling and this, that, and the thing, but it was a really fun event, and I hope that more of you guys get to check that out. And uh, again, we got to talk about evolution. We got to talk about the week in wrestling. We had lots of news. We had listener mail. There was a lot in this show. There was
1: a lot in this show. A Plus a new person.
0: Yeah, a new person. Savannah, thank you so much for joining me. Of course. I uh, hope you had fun. Yeah, uh, hope I get we, to do it again. I was going to say, hopefully we get to bring you back. Uh, you know, just, you know, get rid of Dave. <laughs> Bye, also, Dave. Yeah, I'm Dave, taking she, over. She's, that's right. She's taking your spot, man. <laughs> uh, no, but again, this, is, uh, this has been fun. So uh, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you. Uh, Listen, well, I guess you gotta eat. Sleep, podcast, which is the listening, right? Then, you repeat.